Alright, we're recording. Are we? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. Yeah, you're not supposed to hear anything. We don't clap anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to Take Under. <laughs> so, yeah. Let's just get into it because we already postponed this enough. Hey, uh, it's, it's not my fault everyone kept freaking doing fireworks all weekend and making yeah, my dog crazy. I mean, we are as... Dumb as MLB to not foresee holiday weekend pushing this back at least a day, so whatever. Um, yeah, that's a whole other sport. We don't need to talk about that. Take under or take over Great American Bash, whatever Great the hell we want to call it for week one. I really enjoyed it. There was parts that I hated, but we can get into those. What are, you, what are your overall feelings? I enjoyed it. Also, whoever did the design for it, I know it looks basic, but I was like. America. <laughs> well, that's the way it's supposed to look. They did like a. I don't know if you saw. Um, we're not talking about them, but if you saw AEW with Cody's shirt, the design that he had, that was like the old style of. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Because they were giving tribute to his dad, yeah, uh, Dusty, because he's the one that came up with the idea in the first mm-hmm. place. Yeah. Which, which I like. It kind of sucks though that you know his son. Or whatever his son has his own company. Can't really use it, yeah. I mean, it's cool yeah. that, like, he was able to use that font. At least the design. I hope they don't, like, go after him for anything for it. It just sucks that the way everything went down, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the first match was the Fatal 4-Way. I'll let you start off on that one, because I've, I've talked about that one elsewhere. <laughs> yes, I, I've heard. <laughs> um, I, I, I enjoyed this match. I'm... To be honest, the first half of the match, the best wrestler of this, uh, Fatal Strangeway, is, I kind of want to think about it, because I didn't know it was Elimination until I heard you talk about it on another podcast, and, and then watching it, it looked so weird and out of place. Um, but Candice LeRae was the best wrestler for half of the match, and then she gets eliminated, and then it's like the worst part of the match, because it's Tegan and Mia Yim. And I'm blaming mostly on Mia, but Tegan's to blame for some of it. Like, they didn't know what to do. They were going back and forth and missed spots and timing, and it just looked awful. Um, and then Dakota Kai looked amazing when she got rid of Mia Yim, and then it was between Tegan and, and Dakota, which I enjoyed because you saw little bits of uh, of Tegan from when she they had that tables match, um, which I was like, cool, this is great. But I didn't expect Tegan to win. Uh, I wanted Dakota to win because that's an easier throwaway, and this means that like, oh, Tegan, she finally reached it. I was like, ah, no, not yet, because <laughs> Shotzi should have been in this match, and a couple other people should have been in this match. Um, but well, what do you think about it? Uh, honestly, this was like the biggest disappointment since War Games for me, dude. <laughs> um, like first of all, with the announcement, with the announcement that Raquel wasn't gonna be there, like instantly, what the hell is happening? Like, it was a slow start, sloppy all over the place, and there was just some straight dumb shit in there. Like, when Tegan, yeah, like, the part that you're talking about with Tegan and Mia, I think that was the way they kind of scripted that, or the way that they booked it, like, at least the, that was the way they wanted it to play out. But it's stupid, like, did you think you weren't going to have to eliminate Candace at some point? And so you kick her and then you get shocked? Like, I realize that they may be trying to foreshadow something. And with the way that Bailey and Sasha have been foreshadowing their eventual breakup, like they've been putting on a masterclass. I don't know if that's what they're trying to do, but this just was not not it at all, and not close to to what Sasha and Bailey have been doing. 
Um, good. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I totally agree. Like, I was watching it and I was laughing and I was like, "This is wrong." And then I was like, "Oh, this is good." I was like, "This is surprising," because like, in my opinion, it should have been probably like a five way, because that way you would have put. I still would have kept Candice, I would have kept Tegan, I still would have kept Dakota, but I would have thrown in Chelsea Green and Shotzi Blackheart into it to mix it up. Because Candice's tempo was right, she was doing really well. She's the one that was taking all the hits at the beginning and yeah. keeping the pace, trying to keep well, the she, pace going. I was going to say uh, she, but, but not her. She, uh, Dakota messed up her own fucking face on the outside when the oh, yeah. spot kind of got botched. But, but like, they still rolled with it and then yeah. you can tell like when it was missed on mia and she didn't roll with it i was like everybody's already gonna mess up right now like everybody's one you're not anything special go with it girl like yeah. she just threw herself I, out of the ring for no reason at one point in the match i was like yeah i just wasn't into this at all until it got down to tegan and dakota like you were saying towards the end and yeah like that's when it was really good but i had already been taken so far out of the match that like for me to even get back into it even like once they got together, I was still into it, but I wasn't as into it as I should have. Like, as much as that build should have been, I think. And it, and, it, and it was such a quick match, too, especially for what it was supposed to be. I would giving them at least, like, another five minutes or, or whatever just so mm-hmm. they can settle themselves. But, like, the thing that threw me off the most is when it was Mia who pinned Candice, and you see Tegan just sitting on the rope. I was yeah. like... Okay, you're, it's elimination, but I was like, don't look like it's set up. Like, go attack Dakota, do something else. Like, be part of the match still because you still have to go through two other people to get going or, like, be set to, like, attack Mia. Yeah. Well, like, Candace has been attacking everybody else or, like, talking shit about everybody else, but her and Tegan are still, like, on not, not bad terms yet. Like, they haven't had their fight yet. So I think that's why they're foreshadowing this, and at the, um, I think that's gonna be Dick, uh, Candace's next rivalry is Tegan, after she finishes up with Mia hopefully next week, uh. um, which yeah <laughs> we'll get into that, but uh, yeah I mean it was just I I actually like the way that they they ended up having Tegan win because I don't I'm not ready for them to take the belt off of Io. Um, even though they were building Tegan to say like oh she like she fought all this way to get here. They were they were kind of building her up super hard, and so it was making me think, oh, they might take that belt off of Io, but Tegan's not the person to do that, at least not, like, yet. And if you keep Dakota for later with Raquel, they can be... And uh, Shawn Michaels, apparently, I've uh, Liz was the one that told me about this, has already drawn comparisons to him and Diesel when they were together. Like, that was stuff that uh... I was already saying, like, weeks ago. And if they get that belt, they'll have it, and they'll be able to like walk around as big shots for a little while, oh, having okay. having ripped it off, like ripped it away from Io, as opposed to having earned it. So I think that booking like works for me, but it it has to come to fruition that way. I, we'll see if it does. Yeah, it. I wish it was better. I probably liked it more than uh, well, you than what you were saying, um, <laughs> just because we've seen from the majority of them better matches yeah and it's just sad like they couldn't sync up like three out of four trying to carry the weight i can understand but when it's like half not trying to carry weight but whatever yeah it was, I mean, it it was just sloppy like as, as far as women's wrestling goes definitely the main event and if you saw i don't know if you've gone back and seen it but shido uh shida versus penelope ford was a really good match 
Yeah, I heard uh, you and Liz talking about it on uh, on Basic, so I gotta I gotta watch that because uh, I like uh, Hashida. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that match was really cool. So like, there I mean, there was definitely good women's wrestling to be had this week, but this match wasn't it. Um. So yeah, after that, then after the little build that Tegan and Dakota built uh built up for me, I was just completely out of this match, and I I just don't like matches like this, which I can get into. But what did you think about Thatcher versus Orkin? Uh, this was really good. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was. I was I was shocked that like Oni Lorkin came out and I was like, Oh, Thatcher, whatever, fine, they're gonna give him a throwaway. But then Oni Lorkin came out and they're like, Oh, it's cause he challenged challenged him on Twitter or whatever and I was like, This is not fair, I'm not keeping up on everything on Twitter, but that's my fault. Um but this was a really good match. It was a great, like, technical match and I was surprised of how far they let them go with a bunch of stuff. Um I, Oni Lorkin like is on another level for me. He's still player one. Go USA. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a great match. Thatcher, like I thought, after all his dumb promos, was gonna be really weird. But actually, he proved that what he can do is great, and I enjoyed it. I freaked out at one point when he did the armbar, um, and he got the pin on the he got the submission. But then when he he got it and he pulled hard, I felt like I heard that shoulder pop. Like I I like I was like oh I was like all that I was like I've always wanted someone like you know like sweep the leg but get his arm. But I I like felt it and I thought I heard his shoulder pop and like then you see when he lets go it's so loose and I was like oh he really did he's trying to get out of the ring. <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed the match. It, uh, for me this was a nice surprise and. I was shocked from both of them, and they did a really good job, especially from what we got at the beginning. I This kind of turned it around for me for the rest of the night. Yeah, I mean, I'm just a contrarian. Like, this, a lot of people, after they had announced it on Twitter, like, Corey Graves was one, and a few other people were like, oh, this is going to be the match of the night, or this is going to be the most underrated match of the week. But, like, honestly, it's just yawns for me, dude. Um, like, these matches in general, I, they they don't do anything for me because... In matches like this, like you're supposed to be wrestling, but you end up having to pull punches, and you have to like if you're in a if you have a your your opponent in a lock, they end up getting out, and that's not the way that like actual wrestling matches go or actual like fights go. You're you're in that lock, and they're either gonna tap out or you're gonna break their arms or something like that, which isn't like pro wrestling is is determined obviously, and. Yeah, it's just it just doesn't work for me, dude. Like that's why a lot of the greats don't wrestle this style because it's boring and it's too that's like it's too much pull. It's too obvious that you're pulling your punches to me anyway. Like the the one exception being Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan also throws himself at other people and like makes himself entertaining. And this one like just didn't have any of that to to make me care about it. I get that like wrestling purists are going to love it and, and like you loved it, but like, and not to shit on like anybody who did love it. It's just <laughs> not for me. Cause I like only we'll one host short. <laughs> next I week just love over the top <laughs> wrestling, dude. I mean, my, one of my favorite wrestlers is Will Ospreay and, and Ricochet is like another one for, for a reason. Uh, it's just, it's not for me, but I'm glad that like people were actually able to enjoy this as much as they were. Like, I know a lot of other people who felt the same way as you did. Yeah, like the tempo was great and and it kept me entertained. Like I didn't want to go anywhere because I was afraid I was gonna miss anything. Um, 
I I actually felt like they they weren't holding or pulling back as many punches. That's why I was like, wow, they let him get get away with these holds because some of these holds we haven't seen because they consider them unsafe. But if you have two people who know what they're doing, go at it. And it was it was nice to see. It's kind of like a a really good chess match that like goes down to the last couple moves. So yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah. I mean, it's just. I guess I've just seen so much wrestling, like actual like collegiate style wrestling and actual like fights that once you once you're in one of these lock one of these holds, like you're done. Oh yeah, and like the match is over, which I get isn't the way pro wrestling works, but that's also why these matches in pro wrestling don't work for me. Yeah, that's true. From the fights that I've been in, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, once I get you on the ground, it's over. <laughs> Uh, so then we got um, the match that we were, I think both of us were looking forward to the most, the Rhea, uh, Rhea versus the Stone brand. And first I got to say, Beth Phoenix is very clearly becoming the heel of this show. She's just throwing out character assassinations left and right, calling Robert Stone a walking Ponzi scheme when he had, oh, yeah, he had the courage to that. fight without his glasses. That takes some, some balls, man. Uh, first of all, I see where Aaliyah's money has gone to because... He came out doped. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was like, for Russia. Um, but no, I, I, I heard a little bit of you talking about this on, on Women's Basic. But yeah, I was so amped for this. Like, I wanted this to be the surprise match of the night. And with, like, ramifications for, like, weeks going on with the story. And no, they, it was just a showcase for Rhea who doesn't even look like she cares that she lost the title in the first place. When at moments I thought maybe they're going to flip it and it would be and Aaliyah and Stone will all do something and they pin her and they win cheaply, like, no, uh, cheat to win. And that never happened. It was just like Rhea just do whatever she wanted. And I thought that was such a waste. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't even necessarily her doing everything she wanted, which is kind of like my which was my biggest criticism for it because it reinforces for me that the first ever women's war games was booked completely shitty because Rhea was getting worked occasionally or there was times where like when they both pinned her or there was times where Robert Stone and Aaliyah had her down and I get that Robert Stone is a dude but she went through Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler and whoever else I don't even remember who the uh, was it just the was it just Biff and Duke were the other members of their team in war games no they, no it was good I women, can't wasn't it yeah it was all good women. eo was one of them so she went through like yeah. these people that they spent literal years building up and just threw them around a ring by herself but robert stone and Aaliyah give her problems like come on and then for them to book it the way that we're like at the end where she just grabs them both in that submission hold and he taps out like immediately when Aaliyah was in that hold for like a minute or two last week and didn't tap out is just lame because yeah, like you're saying, it's just there was something where they could have had ramifications for at least a couple of weeks, entertaining ones, and yeah. it's just dropped. Like it, it could even develop the story. Like, great, I I lost a title, and this is what's happened to me. That I'm to this brand, I don't want to be here. Mm. I have to imagine, like this is how far I felt. Like that's great. That's a good story. Like she's like, you know what? I'll challenge somebody. And win something for you if you let me out so I can go after a title. Like, that would be cool. But no. Whatever. I, I feel bad for Leah. I feel bad for Stone. I don't care about Rhea. Because like, <laughs> this 
I believe this would have been great for both for all of them, but uh, for the Stone Brenner especially, I think it would have been even much better. Yeah, for uh, all Aaliyah did well. Her suit was great. Stone looked great. Like I was so apt for this, and then it was completely ruined. Yeah, I mean you're right. Like for all of them, it would have been great i think like for all of them going forward and then just a couple weeks is all it would have taken and then you can break them up or Aaliyah gets the belt back and like robert stone's like chasing her around and she drops him like chelsea green like that would have been awesome and i as much as i shit on Rhea's booking it's the same thing with becky like i want to like her but that character and like what they're doing with it is just up and down and and there's no there's nothing good happening with it and i know and I know for sure that part of this is going to be blamed on Charlotte, and that's probably like part of the reason that I'm so like annoyed about it because everybody's just gonna shit on Charlotte's booking having beaten Rhea, but it's not her fault that like they had this monster to take out a monster, and then they just did nothing with it afterwards. Where they could have built a compelling story for Rhea, like a redemption story for Rhea, but it doesn't seem like they even care about doing that right now. So people are shitting on it because they blame Charlotte for all of this? No, well, people have been shitting on Rhea's booking, have been shitting on Charlotte for Rhea's booking since WrestleMania. Like, all the like, discussions that I see on Twitter, everybody just blames Charlotte for... Everybody wants to blame Charlotte for everything, basically. And it's just like, all right, she's not even here anymore, so get over it. But we yeah, can we've move had our own, Yeah, like, we've had our own discussions, and I was like, but that she's not even here anymore, and yeah. you can change the storyline afterwards. Yeah. The match is over. She lost. That's the main point of it. That's where you continue the story. If you're not going to continue the story the correct way, then you don't know what the hell you're doing. But yeah. also, we don't get paid millions of dollars to write these stories. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah, whatever. I'd pay us millions <laughs> of dollars if I had the paychecks, but I, we don't. So then we get to uh, of the my underrated match of the night, actually. Mostly because I love <laughs> Roderick Strong, but I really enjoyed this match. I thought... I thought for sure he had convinced me that he was going to overcome his fear with that promo, which was cool. Right, but, that leads into yeah. him walking out, yeah. Yeah, but it was not to be the case. Um, honestly, like, I, if I can go on for a little bit. I hope Thatcher, at least for me personally, as I was shitting on them earlier, I hope Thatcher and Orkin had their notepads out. Because to me, this, the way that they did this, even though they had the gimmick, is the way you do a non-flashing title match. Like, Roderick Strong, we've seen, can can do flashy shit and he didn't do any of that they all they went all the way up the ramp and could have gone like hardcore with it and then they like pulled it all the way back into the ring they only use like the ring and the strap to tell a good story i think and it was i can't say enough good things about this one really like everything that they were attacking with with each other was believable and sold perfectly all the way up until everybody's least favorite member of undisputed era has to show up and ruin it for everybody Yes, um, <laughs> I agree on everything. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. Um, I, when I was watching it, I, I thought it started off slow, but it's because they were finding their pace of how to do it. With because I was like, I want to just like right away like whip with the belt and just go from there. Yeah. Um, uh, but no, I'm grateful they did it the way they did because I was entertained, and every move they did without the belt was just more strategic than than when they did the belt. But I gotta, I gotta say, um, <clears throat> I like clenched up a lot because I just remember my childhood, <laughs> and I was like, "No, don't hit me with the belt!" Like, 
<laughs> yeah, it's a Especially, Oh, yeah. Well, uh, growing up, my dad had a custom belt made that had his name and my mom's name and our family's name at the end. <laughs> so it was super long and thick leather, like how the strap was. <laughs> so, like, if you just messed up and pissed off dad, it was in half. If you pissed off mom, that's when you got the whole thing because her name was this way. You literally had your my mom's name on my ass if I like misbehaved. <laughs> and when they swang that, I was like, oh! <laughs> it, it just brought back memories. That's how good this match was. You were like Roddy. <laughs> you were like Roddy with the trunk. Yes. <laughs> when he when he when Dexter Loomis went for the stairs and you just hear it slap. But I was like, oh! <laughs> and then the back on both of them, you can just hear it go back and forth. I was like. I was like, I know, I know this is all planned out, I know, but they I mean, put their bodies, yeah. yeah, they put their bodies in actual danger at times with gimmicks like this, and I can just imagine if someone messes up, they're ripping skin off of that, and the marks on their backs after the match is like, oh, yeah. I hope someone, like, has, like, pain meds for them, <laughs> but th- yeah, this, Dexter Loomis is amazing, um, his silence move, I appreciate Roderick Strong is the marathon man for Undisputed, as always. Um, actually, I thought uh, Dakota Kai stole one of his backbreaker moves, which was really impressive in the first match because mm-hmm. I expect him. But he rolls it out, too, and just like, I was like, oh, so painful. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you didn't put um, fish, couldn't fry fish, this match <sighs> would have been absolutely perfect. It was 99.9% like uh, Breaking Bad, but fish messed it up. Yeah, um, yeah, like leave it to Roddy to turn me around on Loomis with this storyline, dude. Because I, oh just the last few weeks, I've, I guess probably since like the Adam Cole when he threw them in the trunk, is and I was like, all right, I just need to get over it. And I, I wouldn't say that he's one of my favorites, but I do enjoy his matches and I've always liked his look. And like, I like the style that he wrestles in where he's just kind of like hitting people as hard as he can for a while. Like, his punches look like they hurt. That that fall like that that kind of sideways slam that he does into, oh, into yeah. the chokehold like the yeah like you're saying like his finisher is really good. Um, my only thing here is with that long stare at the end now like it just kind of set into me where does he go from here? Does he keep fighting undisputed like we don't know yet? And I'm not the most excited to see what happens with it, but I'm excited to see who comes who who he's gonna wrestle next because there's so many good. There's so much good talent in this in this company right now. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious, like who will come up because they're like, oh, I'm staring back at you. I'm not <laughs> running from you. Um, I still see there's probably like maybe one or two matches, maybe <laughs> handicap matches with undisputed because uh. strong. Um, but there was one moment where strong was getting the upper hand on Loomis in this match, where his whole back lit up red. Cause he just kept punching him and going at his neck. And I was like, Oh, I'd be tired. I was like, I've been in fights, but you just get, uh, can I get some water? Uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this match. This was so good. Yeah. Um, then we had a few promos until we had the, the main event. So the Garganos came out and I think it's funny that they have to insert, like they kind of did a, Indiana Jones with Swerve and taking Keith Lee out because Keith Lee yeah. was always too good for this whole thing. <laughs> and now, like, you get Swerve in there against Gargano, and then hopefully next week will be the last of Mia and Candace, and we don't have to worry about this storyline at all anymore. Yeah, also, was this the same time when they put a stupid Mercedes Martinez promo? 
Yeah, I think so. Remember. They've been playing those a little bit, so I mean, we just need to expect her to come in sometime soon. I was like, she's supposed to show up next week. Sweet. We've been waiting for you. We've had a dish out for you this whole time, and you haven't shown up <laughs> to eat. And now you decide to show up? Whatever. Yeah. You've been here before. I don't know why you left. Yeah, and then we had another Beth character assassination, so I don't know if she just doesn't like minorities getting their spotlight, I, I... but... Those guys told no lies. And the fact that that whole crowd, that crowd that we've both, like, we've both shat on for the last couple of weeks was chanting, this is Lucha, when that dude was, like, waxing poetic about what they, that they've turned his sport and his legacy into a sideshow, just yeah. goes to prove his point the whole time. Very, very true. I'm, this is the one that I'm torn the most. <laughs> now you are, because they had to bring them into it. Uh, it's not fair. If anyone's trying to keep up with what we're talking about, it's when Legado of the Fantasma came out, and he's doing this speech with his boys, and it's good, and he's talking about what real wrestling is and what real uh, they're taking uh, back Lucha. Lucha Libra, like, yeah. like taking back Lucha. Like I believe this more than the Ring General when he talks about wrestling. Because I was like, yeah, I want to see fools jump from all over the place. I mean, we're a little biased. Like, Admittedly, oh, okay. we're a little biased. Maybe, a little. <laughs> uh, uh, but it was great. And then uh, Maverick comes out, and I was like, okay, cool. They're going to beat his ass, which they did. But I did not expect the fashion police to come to his aid and i was so mad i go no <laughs> when yeah. they came out no, i was like out. no don't do this to me no 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 no! don't make me choose yeah when maverick came out again i was just like oh my god like they put you in the hospital let's just get over this i don't i don't want them to fight him anymore i want them to have a real rivalry because you know they're gonna take that belt off of uh fantasma or what's his name now Escobar. Escobar for uh for Maverick at one or at least I think they are going to do that and I'm just dreading it because it's not deserved completely. And I, we've talked on here about how we hated the whole storyline and how the work that they did with him, but whatever. Um yeah, I was when I saw them too, I was like, No, Whoa. I like you I liked you guys. Now I gotta root against you because I'm not I'm not torn. I'm uh -huh. definitely choosing with like I'm, I'm definitely totally siding with Legado. Because it's going to be such a good match. Yeah. It's going to be a ridiculously good match we're going to get next week. And I'm just like, no, couldn't they have found two other people to come and back them up so they can just get destroyed? I mean, I figured Atlas would be one of them, but no, I guess not. Um, yeah, it could have been like Atlas and Thick Boy or something to even the score a little bit. Or even since Maverick's so small, but whatever. Um, yeah, but it's a good thing because they're all, well, yeah, and I was so mad about it. But then I was like, but they're all 205 guys. So it's kind of nice to see that they're oh, investing yeah. in, in them there. So, but there's like, no oh. way, there's no way Fandango is two o five. They've been well, yeah, they're two o five. Well, Tyler Breeze I know is wrestling. Yeah, I know he's wrestled on two o five, but Dango's huge. He, I, I wonder if he's just like one pound underneath the limit. No way, I'm <laughs> sure he's like another twenty pounds heavier than those guys. But yeah, um, so maybe he's just kind of like the he's there because they they fit in like more than anybody else but um then we got our favorite well at least my my upcoming favorite was cameron grimes and he just declared himself the number one contender for that belt <laughs> like dude what 
That was one of my favorite parts of the whole show. <laughs> She's like, I'm the number one contender, and I'm going to fight whoever wins between Keith Lee and Adam Cole. I was like, wait, <laughs> did he just come out and say, I'm the number one contender? Like, you can't just do that, can you? I wonder if Regal's going to show up next week. He's all like, hey, Cameron Grimes, get back to the end of the line. Like, <laughs> You're not number one contender, stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, because we also had like a Priest promo, too, earlier. Yeah. And he looks so serious and upset. And then he's like, you, you slashed my tires, you did all this. And then I was like... Which there's still no proof of, allegedly. There's a, yeah, that's what, that's what played in my head was he was like, <laughs> it's allegedly. And I was like, oh, he's actually mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he was giving his promo, I was like, you slashed your own tires. And you, you can't, you, like, you fell on your own door. Don't be blaming this shit on Cameron Grimes. I was like, Cameron Grimes just takes a... Takes advantage of every opportunity he gets and drinks his hooch as he walks on out. So. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so then after after took care of that, that bit of business with uh, the promos, we had my favorite match of the entire week across every brand, Sasha versus EO. I'll let you talk about it first. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> uh, this match... This match was great. And it's great because of what happened at the end and what specifically happened to a particular wrestler. Um, I'm also glad uh, EO's entrance was great and like cut off Sasha's a little bit because it's 4th of July, Great American Bash, all this stuff, and she rolls up in a Jag. It's well, not even an English car. That's it the is way an it... Indian Tata car. Um... <laughs> No, like the, I, you haven't seen it, but those are that's a throwback to her entrances at other takeovers before, and I think some of the main shows too, like the early ones. That's the way she, that she would roll out in the trip. Like, I don't know if it was a tribute to Eddie Guerrero, but like in the style of the way Eddie used to come out in the in the lowrider, she would always come out in like in these expensive ass cars. One time it was like an Escalade, another time it was another um, convertible, but I don't remember what the car was. So. Well, yeah, that was like I thought that was cool. I love that entrance actually. That was, there, there's a, well, I I was like, I was like, Great American Bash, wrong car. <laughs> um, and then Bailey's with her, and I was like, she looked like a grandma that's like trying to catch the kid at the beach, and it's just because she has a dog. Um, that was Sasha's. And dog then I was like, all right, whatever. And then and then all of a sudden you hear. The Japanese uh, train signal sound, and I was like, "All right, it's on. This is all I care about. I just want her to fly and like crush some necks and just be done with it." Um, but this was a really good match. You were right; they were going to put on an amazing match, which is what they did. I really didn't see anything that was that was messed up. Their timing was great. Every move they did that was that meteora that Sasha did on her is the best Meteora I have ever seen because I don't know if it was from the angle or how she did it. Cause it didn't even look that high until it panned and she looked like she was another 10 feet high and still landed perfectly on EO. And I was like, that's it. That's, that's the end of the match. And EO kicked out. And I was like, all right, here we go. Keep going. Like it was so good. I thought that's what they were just going to end the match on. Uh. Um, Bailey keeps interfering, honking, looking like grandma. If you fall uh, for the honk, that's your own fault. 
No. If no, you no, fall no, no, for the no, hunk, no, that's no, your own no, fault. No. If you're a champion, you got to deal on, with distractions and on. block them out. Hold no, on, hold on. No, there you don't think people been... are rocking out on your favorite Tom Brady, are out there honking their horns for Tom Brady or, or uh, like blowing Brady air Brady had horns. a laser shot if in his face. You, exactly. <laughs> if you can't block it out, you don't deserve to be champion. So the hunk doesn't count. The hunk? Crack me up. Yeah, that was because hilarious. I was like, it, it, <laughs> it was one of my favorite it, spots of the whole match. Because, like, it was out of nowhere, but also, like, that would kind of distract me because I haven't had a real audience this entire time. Yeah. So I was like, all right, it was believable. But then, like, Bailey kept interfering, and then when they did the whole belt thing, um, and Bailey, like, got her twice, so I was like, oh, come on, we can't do this to EO. Um, but then the distraction with the ref kept going, and I was like, there's something else. And I was like, Who's someone's gonna show up? I actually thought it was gonna be Shayna Baszler shows up and like I don't know what the heck's going on, but that's my belt. But no, Oscar came home to save her buddy, and she's like, "Mm -mm, "Girl," (laughs) and did the green mist into Sasha's face and blinded her. By the way, that's how you sell the green mist. That is a perfect way to sell it. You have a slight scream. She's freaking out. She can't see. It's messing with the vision. She doesn't know what to do. She stumbles. Eo comes in. Freaking lands on her. On her back perfectly. That looked like a freaking sandwich. And and Eo wins. Uh, and I was like, that's right. You wanted to win by distraction. And you thought you were all hot shit. But guess what? Oscar, the real champ, showed up to help out her old tag team partner. Soon to be former Raw champion. Um, yeah, dude, like, they're just, Whatever. I wonder who agented that match, or, or whose idea that was to, like, get Asuka in there, because I, I'm convinced that it's Sasha and Bailey because I think they're just on a, on a whole other level in terms of, like, the stories that they, that they sell, and for them to be able to cross-brand that way, and bring in Asuka, and, like, have a couple more weeks until Sasha and Asuka, when I hope that Asuka, or Sasha takes that belt off of Asuka, um, that... Like, this, this whole story that they're selling just cross-brands and really, like, from SmackDown to Raw to NXT now is fantastic. Um, EO took it, like, we haven't... I don't think we've rarely seen EO taken some of these risks. Like, that suicide cross-body that she did, I don't think I've ever seen her do it that... And it's because she probably trusts Sasha more than she trusts almost any of the other women on this on any of these she's, rosters. She's done that before, but when... But Wait, when at, it was at that before, speed? I think she's done it even faster. The reason is because I've seen her do that when it was like uh, Baser, Bianca, uh, um, Kyrie. Yeah, but those, they could do like be, squat. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, but like they. But not in a while then. Yeah, it, that's what I mean. Even in In Your House, I brought it up like I wish she would have gone higher. Like, because yeah. we've seen her be way riskier out of nowhere, just running down the ramp and jumping on a cage. And doing her backflip on top of everybody, yeah. but it's all the people that she can trust. She hasn't developed that with anybody, and I don't know if they told her maybe you kind of want to tame that. But I go, she's a genius of the skies. Technically, <laughs> she should just be flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That and um, I mentioned this on basics too, but that plexiglass power bomb. I didn't even oh. know I wanted that until I like saw her pick her up. And I was like, oh, slam! Oh yeah! Like I was mucking out for that move. So so bad. Ooh. I loved that. The first time we, at least the first ever that I think um, that we've seen plexiglass powerbomb. That was awesome. That was, that was great. And I actually thought it was a miscue 
but it's no, they were playing it off so well on the rope. Yeah. And I wish someone would play this for Nia Jax and be like, so this is how you grab someone and throw them against something. See how their head didn't hit the back of the board <laughs> or the ground and they're still safe, but it looked like it hurt. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, not crack people's heads open. <laughs> um, yeah, that moonsault was definitely Sasha's, um, Sasha's weak point. Shadow of the Colossus threw right onto that like that glowing spot, <laughs> just right, right there, dude. And everybody knows that Sasha's uh, back is weaker than the main show booking, so she, <laughs> she really like nailed that for sure. Um, I actually was gonna buy that game. It was on sale for fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> it's great. Well, the controls suck, so I actually am going back and forth whether or not it's a good game. But we don't have to talk about this. It's in the video game show. Um, yeah, I I hope Oscar enjoys her last day was with that title because I think they're marked. I think Sasha's gonna take that. Those girls have taken over the company. I think almost to a way that we haven't seen. It's crazy how much how well they've taken over and like the discussion is circling around them as much as I want to say I don't think we've seen anybody other than Becky have this much conversation all around the company talking about focus all the focus of the company talking about one like one storyline as much. Yeah, that's kind of true cuz I actually kind of after this I want to show some interest and see what's going on cuz uh Extreme Rules is when the they're they're gonna settle what's gonna happen. I think Oscar's gonna win, mm. and it's gonna be some stupid thing so that Sasha and Bailey go at each other. But I guess that's the same storyline that played out in NXT, right? No, um, I don't think so. I don't remember the storyline. I just because we weren't really watching then. I've just seen the last woman standing match, and I think that they were uh, more okay. like they were kind of friends, and then or Sasha was just really mean to her the whole time. I don't. I I think people just knew that they were friends off screen. Uh, but okay. in kayfabe, they were always rivals. I don't know, to be honest with you, because that was before we really got into it. Okay. Yeah, I like how Mara, though, like, kept... as like, oh, they're known as the force horsewomen of, of NXT, and they like Becky, Charlotte, her, uh, Bailey, and Sasha. And I was like, Mara, are you the one laying, like, the groundwork for <laughs> when we actually have the force horsewomen versus everybody else yeah. eventually? I mean, I hope so. I, like, there's no cooler way than to have them be women's DX sort of stable, because we really haven't seen that. Like, I want them to get all the belts and then slowly lose them, be backed into a corner, and then... I was talking about this on Basics too, so it was just kind of a recap if you listen to it, but then Charlotte come out and, like, help them even though it's like against her character to do it, but once the three of them are backed in, then Bailey or then Becky eventually comes and it's just them taking a shit on everybody else because nobody can beat any of them or is it anywhere near as good as them other than like pockets of EO and Asuka. At that point, EO would need to come up to the, the other shows and stuff like that. You know, uh, as we were talking, I thought of something pretty cool since women's war games, the first women's war games was such shit. Um, <sighs> It would be kind of cool, and I wish, well, congratulations, Becky, but if you weren't pregnant, this would kind of be a quick thing. If, it's still, still not until the... November. If she, she would have enough time to come back, if she's going to come back, for sure, I think. Like, if, if they did Women's War Games 2, but it's the Force Horse or it would the have to Horse be, Women. It would have to be Women's War Games 3, because 2 would be this November, and I think she'd still be pregnant at that point. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if she wasn't pregnant at this one, like, I know uh, you yeah. could push it off a year, but like right now they still have the momentum because technically all four of them have been back on NXT within yeah. a certain amount of time. So everybody still knows that. And then you can have like 
well, there's EO. You can bring back Shayna. You can you can say EO got her friend and have Asuka on that side. So it can like, oh, we have a member from the main roster, and then you can you can throw somebody else in there and and have a really really good women's war games this year. But Becky's pregnant again. Congratulations! But we can have it next year as well. But that would be a really good idea. Is like if these were the four women that built this brand. It'd be cool to see them. If you're not going to do anything with this whole storyline on the other rosters, use it here where it was born and then challenge that whole division and be like, this is your Mount Olympus. This is what you strive to be. Yeah. Now who's going to knock them off? Yeah. And I mean, you could give like, yeah, like if like the redemption that I was talking about with Rhea over Charlotte at next year's WrestleMania, if that comes to fruition, you can continue their storyline into draw it out into women's war game so there's a reason that charlotte and Rhea are there and then let's say Kyrie. You can introduce Rick. well yeah. i don't know if Kyrie was there on raw so there was reports that she's gonna leave but i don't she know is how, leaving i don't know how that's gonna work out or like if just her days are numbered or whatever but yeah oscar would have to be there because she was undefeated like yeah basically having all stars of women's in nxt and war games be it like yeah, yeah. That, that would be awesome um so yeah. sad. Like... <laughs> yeah, we'll get off that fantasy book and it's never going to happen. Um, so predictions for next week. Priest versus Grimes. Who you got? Grimes, come on now. That hooch is going to win all day long. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I hope so. Um, Especially versus... now that Priest looks all serious. He's like, oh, my feelings. <laughs> I think Priest is going to win just like to shut Grimes up, but I hope not. I hope they keep going uh, with, yeah. like, Grimes, with Grimes as the number one contender bullshit. Or like, he finds just a way to win. Yeah. I can uh, see him at the end too. He's like, "Don't worry, priest boy. Like, I'll go be, I'll, I'll go be Keith Lee for you." <laughs> you couldn't do it. I'll go do it. Uh, then we got, for some inexplicable reason, the two, whatever. Uh, Kim versus Candice LeRae. Um, Candice, Candice, Candice. Yeah, I hope Please. so. At Please. least, like, yeah, because we haven't seen candace's like heel turn really come to fruition yet have we like with any sort of win decisively or anything like that i mean other I than think, I, no i, I think there was we a have. week there was a week show one against what's her name casey casey but not really like yeah. a not really like a big match that i can think of no and i think they wasted that too in the fatal four like she should have eliminated mia first mm. and then probably stayed a little bit longer but whatever like now it's a street fight i was like okay so you're still gonna be in the ring. Um uh but I, I want Candace to win. Like she needs to win this. And yeah. also I'm just tired of the storyline with her and Mia because they're not gonna do mixed tag matches anytime soon, especially with uh carrying cross and, and scarlet, so they're just gonna have to postpone that for a while. Yeah. Um then we got Legado versus Drake and Brazango. Have you decided yet? Come uh, who are you choosing? I'm going with Legado, but that's because I like them. I don't really care about Drake, and I hope I think they they can stand to take the loss for sure because Drake is going to be a weak leg on the in that match. And Legado just like just revealed themselves two weeks ago. They need to come out strong and and show that they're a good faction. Uh, I got a quarter. <laughs> like yeah, I I'm actually really because. I finally get Brizango back. Well, who do you want? <laughs> Let's just say that. Now, who do you think? Who do you want? Which is probably a harder question. <laughs> I mean, it's even harder. I was like, just get rid of <laughs> Maverick, and the five it. of them can hang out together. 
Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll all turn on him and just put him out. Uh, oh, that, yeah, okay. That, that's what I want. They turn <laughs> on him and just throw. That's that's what I'm wishing for. Uh, probably not gonna happen, but we'll uh, we'll I'll cross uh, my fingers for you. Uh, then we got the main event we've been talking about for weeks now. Oh. Cole versus Lee. Oh, that Lee. promo this past week. Oh, supposedly they've already <laughs> shot two finales so that nobody can leak it too. What? Yeah, the, uh, the, supposedly they shot one one winning and the other winning, so we don't know exactly who it is. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know. My dog just said Keith Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I say, Keith Lee as well. Because this promo, by the way, whoever did this promo for both of them, like that's top notch. That's... Uh. That's fantastic, especially that clip of Keith Lee in the background just smiling. It's like, I've been keeping an eye on you for a long time already. <laughs> um, yeah, Keith Lee. I want Keith Lee to win this. Howie has momentum, and then I kind of want to see what Adam Cole will do without a belt. Yeah. But I, but I kind of feel like... What Undisputed, no, no, no. really. What Undisputed does without a belt, because that's the last one they have. Yeah, he's pretty much like holding on... like. Adam Cole has his hand on a cliff like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious, <laughs> and he has everybody else holding on some at the bottom of Undisputed, and if he lets go of that belt, it's all over. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Lee, too, just because, like, we've talked about, like, there's no stopping him, especially, like, from that triple threat match, like, just everything that's led up to this, like, Adam Cole is not gonna beat Keith Lee. He... There's a famous gif of him being freaking yeeted into a crowd, like, feet away. There's no way that he should believably beat Keith Lee, and I say this as the biggest Undisputed fan that I know. Um, Lee has to, has to walk away with both belts. And Karrion, they're going to use it to build Karrion Cross and probably send Keith Lee to one of the main shows, I think. Um, which I hate. Don't get me wrong, I hate that decision altogether, but... That, again, like I was saying, with Karrion Cross having shown that he can manhandle Thick Boy, who is yeah. 10 pounds lighter than Keith Lee, like they're going to have a good rivalry for a couple weeks, and that's the way to stop Keith Lee, not Adam Cole. I can see, I can see like two takeovers, Lee and Karrion. Like something happens in the first one that doesn't... Undisputed that comes out and stops yeah. it or something. And then, and then the second one, it's like, all right, Karrion Cross wins this, Keith Lee moves up. I hope like he moves up with Raw and to Raw and uh and like uh fights against Dijakovic and just like show like have an amazing match on that roster and be like, This is what we came here to do. This is what you guys wanna see. Now start booking us the right way. Yeah. Um even though I would both like to have them on SmackDown. Yeah. Um I mean he could go to SmackDown because SmackDown is the the more watched show, or at least it's got the bigger audience because it's on Fox. It's already got his uh, former tag team partner uh, in Matt Riddle. Yeah, and true. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a star. Like, he's been, we've known that he, they're going to take him since Survivor Series and since Royal Rumble. Like, they just build him up and build him up, and there's no, there's no way to stop him, I, I don't think. And he, he has to take those two belts. Yeah, back to that promo again. That when they cut the clip where it's him at Survivor Series and he's the last one, and he's up against Roman Reigns and I don't and Seth Rollins or whatever, and I was like, he's gonna wreck them. <laughs> like that, uh, that, that's like that's all you can see because of the way he looks, he's so intimidating. I was like, yes, and and also I watched that match and it was so good. Even though he didn't win, they yeah. gave it to Roman Reigns, but it was so damn good. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, we'll see how it goes. my people. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, we got people. We got Legado. They're they're gonna hold down for for us for a while. Yeah, but I wanted them to be his soldiers and stuff. The <laughs> limitless ones just going around attacking. Yeah. They're not gonna fight behind anybody, dude. They're it's NX Lead, the NXT. Themselves. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I got. You got anything else? Uh, wear your mask when you go out anywhere. Uh, Wednesday is still the best night for watching wrestling. And thank you to our nine dedicated people who always listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'll add to that is abolish ICE, abolish the police, and arrest the cops who killed, who murdered Breonna Taylor. Yes, sir. All right. Talk to you next week. See you guys week. in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Bye.